0: West college hockey podcast from the summer skate studios is brought to you by liberty university bring your faith and your game to the premier acham1 program on the east coast see us at liberty.edu m drive honest ingredients real science take our quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which of our products are right for you caesar's entertainment resorts and casinos with caesar's rewards members can enjoy rates as low as a room. UNLV Hockey. Follow the Skate and Rebels Championship run all season long. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your room at one of our over 150 locations at druryhotels.com. University of Oklahoma Hockey. Big school, big dreams. For schedules and tickets, go to ouhockey.net. AT&T Wireless, where both new and existing customers always get our best deals. University of Arizona Hockey, be part of building not just a championship culture, but the future. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org. Summer Skates, order your custom koozies or shower shoes at summerskates.com and show your game in comfort and style. University of Central Oklahoma, a top-ranked education and an elite college hockey experience For more information, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. We are the best of barbecue Las Vegas style. San Diego State Hockey, Sun, Sand, and Hockey, as well as a top flight education at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh.
1: All right. Well, welcome in hockey fans to uh, the Wednesday night Great Great West College Hockey Podcast. Scott Strandy with you sickly tonight in Chandler, Arizona. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh joining me from a rainy, I understand, Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Steven, how are you tonight?
2: I'm good. Good thing it wasn't rainy in Arizona today.
1: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't raining at all. Yeah, don't (laughs) even go there. And we're going to get drenched again because there's another batch of storms that's rolling through uh, that we're about to get hit on now, and I'm battling a a, a case of pneumonia. But I'm not hospitalized, so that's a good thing. Uh, It is a bad thing that I didn't make the NCHC tournament. It's a bad thing that we weren't able to get you out to Boston for this ACHA
2: national tournament, but maybe all things happen for a reason. So uh,
1: that's, that's the what way I'm going to
2: play it. That's what I. That's what I hear sometimes. So all things happen for a reason. I could be so, sitting. I could have had to enjoy some. Uh, I, I wasn't a fan of the uh, of the uh, clam chowder or all that stuff that you kept saying. kept touting. lobster rolls, my lobster, roll. lobster rolls, lobster uh, rolls. I'm not a fan of those things anyway. So <laughs> you would have gone to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> Although it'd be ten o'clock, I'll be there, using so the I'd cough be, button a lot
1: tonight. By the way, so
2: I'd be getting ready for. I would be getting ready for bed, and, and if I was, we were doing the show, uh, <laughs> and I was in Boston because it'd be ten o'clock there. <laughs> yeah, and look, look at it this
1: way: tomorrow morning you're going to be up early with hockey TV on, watching the uh, Rebels start at seven fifteen a.m. out here in the Pacific.
2: I uh, got an extra college, day, for, which
1: I am now Pacific. So there I you go. I got an extra
2: day for them because they don't play till Friday. Oh, don't they? I thought they played tomorrow. No tomorrow. Well, we're going to break it down once again, but the 13 okay. to 20 seats play tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, 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 you're right. Friday. I am all I'm a
1: mess. It's just uh let's just admit it. I'm just flat out a mess. <laughs> <laughs> uh and my headphones keep going in and out and I don't understand it because the headphones came with the mixer and it's like the the jack is too small. Um so when I put it in there, it it slides around. It's uh, it's weird. But anyway, we need to get that, like a,
2: ca- a camera crew and follow
1: you around. And no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Not unless somebody's paying big well, bucks for that film.
2: That's what I say. Maybe somebody can sign, sign, <laughs> so, sign some and sign some, pay some bucks to follow you around and see if any of the networks want it.
1: Well, I will tell you right now, uh, our son is doing a film shoot, um, working the he's a crew on a film shoot in Sedona, and we just found out about five minutes before the show that. Um, people are being evacuated in Sedona, and he's been filming in the Red Rocks down in the canyons up on the mountains. So, I'm just hoping and praying that he got out of there, uh, before this stuff. Because when that water starts running in Sedona, uh, it runs big time and it floods quickly. So, hopefully, everything's good there. We haven't heard from him yet, but uh, we're crossing our fingers that everything's okay in
2: Sedona. Yeah, hopefully, that's that is the case. I'm not familiar with that, but uh, I, I know we. It's like here. I think, I think the entrance into Red Rock was we, you couldn't get in for a while because it was a little bit flooded. Of course, California's been dealing with a lot of flooding issues this this winter, so it's been kind of a unusually wet uh, winter, which is great because it helps our drought situation. But it's not great when we get it all at once or there's not much much breaks. Yeah. Now get me
1: started on this drought thing. Let me. The, thank you. I'm <laughs> glad you did that. Uh,
2: you you know I was in
1: for a rant, right? Because I'm not feeling well and I'm <laughs> like uh, I'm laying here in bed and I'm going like Yeah, I gotta have a rant." So here's my rant. Uh, I keep getting these text messages on my phone saying there's a flood warning in Arizona. And I'm going like, it, today it started to rain, but it certainly didn't rain enough for floods. It just made you know everything miserable. So anyway, um, I'm getting these flood warnings. And I hear in the news this morning that the reason it's flooding is because there's been so much snow runoff in our holding ponds, if you want to call them that up in the mountains that they're overflowing. So they're having to release water and just waste it. Let it run down the, the uh, salt river, the dry salt riverbed, just wasting the water. And we're talking about there's no water in, in Lake Mead and there's no, there's no way in 2023 that you can figure out a way to reroute water so that you're not just letting it run down a dry riverbed and evaporate. I mean, come on, there has to be an answer to this, right?
2: yeah and, and i think in california too that the situation there was a lot of that water that uh, was just going to end up running it in, out into the ocean they weren't it wasn't even gonna yeah run, so yeah
1: and, and that's crazy why can't you reroute that somewhere why can't you have bigger holding areas or whatever it takes and I mean, you have I don't to want to hear about the snow cap being you have to too clean it and, everything and
2: make sure it's clean and everything
1: yeah well what they do is they you know they pull it out of there in the canals and then they they make it for drinking water but but still, that you just, you're, you got too much, so you're just letting it run oh, run away, for lack of a better term? Oh, I don't get this. Anyway, that's my rant for tonight, so you're lucky I got it out early. <laughs> and I hit the cough button again, so if you hear me doing that all night. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I know you put your bracket together. I'm putting mine together as we go through this. So um, here's how it's going to work. We're going to do one side of the bracket first, and then uh we'll take a break and we'll come back and do uh I guess well I guess we'll do the first two days. How about that? And then uh and then when we get to the quarterfinals we'll take a break for the quarterfinals. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was
1: easy. You're not like Hornstein. You don't fight me on everything.
2: <laughs> well, you're you're not hundred percent, so I don't wanna I don't wanna take advantage of of, of a <laughs> <laughs> somebody's not uh, 100% at their nobody's
1: 100% right now I'm telling you well, I that's feel true. like a hockey player well that's true uh, this time
2: of year no one's 100% that's true <laughs> the <laughs> players that knows... are playing in the ACHA tournament a lot of them probably aren't
1: 100% no probably not how about those Vegas Golden Knights they're uh, they're on a rip roar and tear aren't they
2: yeah they're, they're 100% right now
1: how about those uh, Arizona Coyotes? I understand you were watching them last night.
2: I did. Yeah, I wanted to see, see how they were doing because Calgary's coming in here and and stuff. So I was uh, looking to see, and uh, Calgary lost an overtime to the uh, Coyotes there at the mullet. The
1: the, the Coyotes are getting kind of cocky, too. I don't know if you've seen their tweets afterwards. Connor Bedard
2: is slipping away from them every game <laughs> oh, they he's win. He's long gone.
1: He's long gone. <laughs> yep, he's going to be in Chicago along with all the guys that are signing with Chicago. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and I'm watching.
2: Uh, I got the Arizona State Nevada game on in the in the NCAA tournament, and uh, Paul should be happy because uh, Arizona State's up big at halftime.
1: Oh, oh, there you go. And and you don't care about Nevada. You care about UNLV. Exactly.
2: I'm happy to see Nevada losing like they are, <laughs> fifty three to twenty six. <laughs> Who's your big
1: rival, uh, Nevada or San Diego State?
2: Uh, that's. I think
1: probably. You don't like either one, do you?
2: No, it'd be like it'd be like well, I'm trying to think. Would be like picking two really bad things and saying which one is less bad, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> or which one's more
1: bad. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. Okay, so here we go. Let's start off with day one, which is of course tomorrow. These games all on HockeyTV.com. Um, we'll be watching on HockeyTV.com, so it's a little plug for them. But um, great to have it because. Uh, Getting to Boston was nearly impossible. It was extremely expensive, and uh, for the amount of time we'd be able to be there, uh, it just didn't make financial sense. And now I'm sick, so that makes things even worse. But anyway, uh, we're going to start off with number twenty Buffalo against number thirteen Grand Valley State University. Stephen, uh, what do you know about either one of those, and uh, do you have a favorite?
2: Yeah, and this game's going to be at ten fifteen in the morning tomorrow morning. Uh, so. I I just I think at Grand Valley State I put I picked them to win. Uh, Buffalo gets in as, as an auto bid. They were actually not even in the top twenty five, but because they they were an auto bid, they they got in. They were the lowest uh, auto bid team that you know that was that got in. So they they get spot number twenty. Um, so that being said, I, I really think that it's unless something really. Uh, Drastic happens. I mean, granted, a team could you know get an opportunity and run with it, but uh, I just see Grand Valley State. They've been pretty. They've been pretty good this year. They've been kind of right around that 13. You know, come maybe up and down a couple. So, I think uh, I think Grand Valley State will will take that one um, t- tomorrow morning. Okay, and of course that means
1: that Grand Valley State will uh, face off against UNLV at what time in the morning on
2: the Pacific Coast on Friday. It's going to require me to get up a little... 7.15 a.m. 7.15 for you you as well. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. (laughs) A Friday morning 7.15 game. On St. Patrick's Day. On St. Patrick's Uh, Day. Yeah. How is the body clock working for UNLV on that one? Not great, I wouldn't think. Well um,
2: it's it's interesting I I I did go out to uh, their practice last week and I uh, did get to talk to head coach Anthony Vignere Green which I believe you put up, uh put up on the website or on the uh, YouTube it's channel on YouTube yep yep and, and i am uh, also on the Twitter
1: feeds so. Twitter
2: feeds yep uh, but which pretty much just links you to the YouTube uh YouTube video but um yeah I think I think and and I say that I wasn't able to get any of the players, but we got the coach, anyways. And, and Arizona's is up there, and also the ASU women's is up up as well, so people can listen to all those. Yeah, and our
1: apologies uh, to UCO. We just didn't have time to get to UCO and get theirs up there, but they yeah. are also in the tournament. Which they are also in the shortly. tournament,
2: yes. And uh, yeah, but uh, so yeah, so with you know, and I asked them about that at the I, in the video I, or in the interview. I you know I asked them about the fact that they they play uh, early in the morning and. Um and they actually were going to arrive I think they were taking a red eye uh Tuesday to go to Boston and then to arrive uh, this morning so they should have arrived today uh get a practice in or maybe maybe it was a red eye Wednesday it was either t- either red eye t- Tuesday and Wednesday or Wednesday I I would imagine they took the red eye Tuesday going getting there Wednesday morning Right um they got settled in uh they, they I think they were able to, they were going to get a practice in and uh, and then he even said I they were going to try to go to and even even before they left for uh, the national tour even before they left they they were going to try to t- get the players to start going to bed a little bit earlier you know so it wouldn't just dis- hit them when they got to the east coast that all of a sudden now uh, you know they're not t- they're not going to bed you know at the right time like they need because they're going to have to get up early. It, it, which is going to be early, but then it's even earlier on their their body clock can start to adjust a little bit to to the time change, so it won't be as a shock. Now when we went to St. Louis, it's a two hour difference, so it's not as as bad. It still kind of means eight something in the morning. Uh, you know the difference is, is they were they used to practice at seven in the morning, but now they, they practice in the afternoon, so they yeah, don't even. I was just going to say that that that's a big change. Yeah, so they don't they don't they practice in the afternoon now, so it's, they don't they don't even have that where they're used to being up early practicing so um so that that that'll be a little bit of an uh, an adjustment but i I think they have the right idea and i think the players are are motivated and they want to win so i think they're willing to do those things uh you know take that take the late flight there obviously uh probably saves you money doing that and then and then getting there and getting acclimated and and getting a practice in and and then even leading up to it getting some uh maybe start start adjusting your body on East Coast time, just maybe maybe in your mind thinking it's three hours ahead and start going to bed a little bit earlier, training yourself to to kind of get adjusted to East Coast time. Maybe wake up a little bit earlier than you normally would to to kind of get your body ready so you're not as droggy and, and, and stuff to, to prepare yourself for those early morning games. It's, it's it, it never fails. Every year it seems like UNLV gets that early morning slot. Uh, this is, the th- I think, the fourth tournament in a row where they've had that. This will be the second year where they're the fourth seed having it, the last the two prior to this before the the covid you know shut one down and then the two before that they were the thir- they played that 13 20 seed game and they had to play the 4 4 seed the next day so uh so this will be they're kind of as a team has they're familiar with it even if some of the players aren't are always with, been with the team but um so it's just a matter of adjusting to it but that's a kind of a long-winded and, or answer but i they are they are it is something definitely that they w- were working on trying to to make it so it's not as big of a an issue Yeah, we get the
1: point. Um, So the second game of the day will be, uh, if I got this right, it'll be number nineteen Navy against number fourteen Calvin. Correct? That is correct. Uh, Who
2: do you like there? I'm going to jump out first on this one. I like Calvin. I agree with you there. That's a one thirty start, by the way, on Pacific time and or uh, Eastern time, uh, one thirty p.m. uh, on Thursday tomorrow. Calvin. I do have Calvin over Navy. Navy's another one, I believe. They were an auto bid, and and uh, so they, they were got the first in. team
1: in, actually.
2: First team that got in officially. So, uh, I, I would imagine Calvin again is a team that's been highly ranked in that top, you know, th- fourteen, fifteen, sixty, whatever that. And uh, and like I said, Navy wasn't in the top twenty five, but they got in because of an auto bid. So, you would think the advantage would go to Calvin. So, I, I'm going to say that they'll they'll end up pulling it off.
1: Well, here's here here's your reward if you win the Calvin Navy game. You get to play Adrian. <laughs> how about that for fun? Yeah, that's a nice little prize. <laughs> nice little okay. prize. Okay, so let's uh let's jump over to the other side, the other bracket. Um how are we doing this here? Have I got this Why don't you tell me who's next cuz I'm looking at this wrong, I think.
2: Well, you've got next. You've got the uh, four forty-five game tomorrow between number fifteen Illinois State and number eighteen okay. Indiana Pennsylvania.
1: Yep, I've got it. I've got it now. I was uh, not uh, not looking clearly. Imagine that. I'm not looking clearly.
2: At least you're not driving when you're not looking <sighs> clearly.
1: Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> anyway,
2: <laughs> although with all the rain you got today, you probably it was probably still hard to see if you were out yeah, of today. It, yeah, it was awful. <laughs>
1: anyway, so Illinois State and uh, Indiana. University
2: Pennsylvania, correct? IUP, as they like to say. I th- oh, is that what it- I thought it was Indi- I thought it was IPU, Indiana Pennsylvania University, but it could be Indiana University of Pennsylvania. I, yeah, I don't it's know. It just whatever. on the on the bracket here. It just it says Indiana Pennsylvania. But if I go to the uh, if I go to the league site here and look up the, yeah, it's Indiana University of Pennsylvania. You're correct on that. Yeah, the 18th seed against Illinois State University.
1: Okay, and that winner gets the nice prize of the number 2 seeded Ohio
2: Bobcats. Oh yeah. Hello everybody. Yeah. That will be uh an Ohio and Ohio should be uh should be uh, very familiar with uh with a 15 seed coming into uh playing a 2 seed because uh people remember from last year. And I certainly <laughs> do because it was year. I was so it was so exciting when it happened. Uh and it's not a knock on mine. I'll say they were a great program, but it was just something about seeing them go down like that. Which is, and Ohio was just like the, you know, it was like it just seemed like such a big, you know, underdog kind of thing, you know, because, and uh, even though Ohio maybe was under, under, under uh, appreciated some, but last year, but but they're on the other side of it this year now. Now they're the two seed, and they're going to have the uh, either the 15 or the 18 seed come in. Where do you like? and play them? They I actually it's a tighter matchup. Well, it's a tighter this is, matchup here. Well, I actually think this could be a bigger David and Goliath matchup because I'm pick, I'm picking the 18 seed to win this one. Probably Ooh, wrong on this it one. It was IUP, but I just love picking an upset every once in a while. I just I, I hate to see it always chalk. I mean, the ACHA tournament probably a lot of time turns out that way. But obviously last year we I, I didn't uh, do as uh, bold picks, and it obviously hurt me because uh, there were some upsets last year. And I just think I just think as, as the years go on with the ACHA, the the teams are, are better and are closer matched up than before. And I think that leads to, to potentially for for more upsets and 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 I pick and I think Indiana Pennsylvania has the opportunity. Uh, okay. to Okay. I hope them. you wrote so, that down so we don't forget. So uh, I, I did. U-P. I have it all written down. I'll put it on okay. my. I'll put it on the Twitter tomorrow and. Uh, okay. There we it's go. In, um, it's in it's in black uh, uh, electronic ink on my uh, iPad. Ooh, so like it, like it.
1: Um, final game of the day tomorrow, number seventeen, Michigan Dearborn against number sixteen. I can't even read what it says. Something to you, Lawrence Tech. <laughs> Lawrence Tech. Yeah, uh, I'm Tech. looking at this on a phone, uh, because Lord knows I have to use 15 phones to do something. Uh, but anyway, um, so 17-16 matchup. Um, Lawrence Tech has been around all season long again in that same general area. Dearborn kind of snuck up and won the won their conference and got that bid, that auto bid. Uh, who do you like there, Stevens?
2: This one could be really close. Last year, um, University of Michigan Dearborn was in this uh, same exact uh, game. This last year, they were the uh, seventh. No, I think yeah, they were the the higher seeded, though team, and they played at Arizona. Or uh, well, maybe it was the other way around, actually. And and uh, Michigan Dearborn ended up beating Arizona. And uh, I think Michigan Dearborn is going to win this game again. Uh, this matchup again. Uh, not, I mean, against a different team, but I mean this this. Like I said, they played in the same exact time time slot yes, uh, last year in the first game. And uh, I think they're going to do it again. Uh, so you like Michigan, Dearborn? Dearborn? Dearborn, Okay, yes.
1: All right. And uh, their reward for winning that first round contest is a date with number one Minot State. I'm guessing Minot State's not going to ha- let what happened last year happen <laughs> this
2: year. Yeah Minot, State's pro- yeah, Minot State's probably a little bit better uh, this year than they were last year. I mean, last year, uh, I mean, Minot State – I think only lost a couple of games all year. And uh, the, one of those games was just towards the end of the year here against uh, Liberty. Uh, so, I mean, maybe there's some vulnerability there, but they have been really good all year. And uh, they're the number one team now, obviously, because uh, uh, last year they were the number two team, but that was because number one's team was Lindenwood, and they've since left the ACHA for better pastures. So, um so bigger, yes, better bigger passion. Maybe bigger, not better. better. Yeah, maybe not better. <laughs> I, I I what am I might do. I'm not I don't want to knock the ACHA down. <laughs> bigger anyway. pastors, uh for sure. Anyway. So
1: And but, they had a they had a real battle on their hands this year. They they kind of lost some gas I think at the end. Uh lost four straight up in Alaska. And uh, I think that was uh just a
2: accumulation. London, what you are talking of, about now? Yeah. yeah,
1: accumulation of games. Yeah. So anyway. Anyways, that's okay. a different.
2: But yeah, no I I think uh I think we're dragging this out more, much longer than we need to, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Michigan uh, Dearborn will will win and we'll play uh, Minot the uh, the following day. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, but yeah, okay, I think... so let's jump to day two. That's Friday morning.
1: We already mentioned the four game, aforementioned, I should say, Grand Valley State is who you pick to play UNLV. It'll be a number thirteen versus number four, seven fifteen a.m. Pacific time, ten fifteen a.m. Eastern. Um, I'm gonna guess that you like the rebels in this one. That is correct. Yeah, and we can both say we've seen the rebels play. We know what they can do. I think uh, whether you're playing them at ten fifteen in the morning or ten fifteen at night, which they've done later than that, or midnight, or midnight. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. that's. What I mean, <laughs> I don't think it really matters. I think they just have a much stronger team, especially this year. I think. um, the four seed might be a little bit low for them. I think they they should have been a higher seed than that. But anyway, they are well, who number are you gonna, four.
2: But who are you going to bump down out of the four? I mean, Minot State, Ohio, Adrian—all really dominant teams this year too. So I yeah. Mean, it's, so so maybe you got maybe
1: you got one and one A, one B, one C. Like can we call it that? Sure. If you uh, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, that does make me feel better. I think they're t- they're tied. They're all tied. Okay, game two. Uh, Will be then the uh, number twelve Pit Panthers against the number five Liberty Flames. Well, that, um, well, that's the Saturday. Uh, that's, if that, oh, if I'm you, sorry. Who, who's the next one up on on Friday? It would be it would be
2: uh, Adrian.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm screwing
2: this all up. I know. I'm you're looking, looking at, at the the way CHT the thing, brackets the bracket, I'm in, at the bracket they put yep. they put the both days on there with the yeah, but you got to go every yeah. other one on this one. It's okay. uh, number th- on oh, number three, I'll do Adrian. It. Against number uh, 14 against Calvin, Fourteen, Calvin. the uh, Friday, March 17th uh, matchup at 1.30 p.m. in the afternoon. And I'm
1: not going against Adrian and Gary Astallis ever. <laughs> I'm just not doing no. it. I'm sorry. No. He's just too good of a coach, and we've had him on and had a chance to visit with him. I think I can call him a friend, and i very proud of the fact that uh, the Adrian Bulldogs are in there, and uh, nothing against Calvin, but I think Adrian is just uh, too battle-tested. And, and too deep uh, of a hockey team. So I'm going Adrian on that one. I'm guessing you're agreeing with me. I do agree with you on that one, yes. Okay, let's see if I can get this right. We jump over to the other side of the bracket, and uh, I think we said it was going to be an upset, so it was going to be IUP against number two, Ohio. And um, I think we both think the Bobcats are just too much, right?
2: I Yes, I, Ohio uh, certainly is a very good team. Uh, we saw the kind of the makings of that, as I said, last year in the tournament where they had such a great, uh, great little run there. And uh, and but uh, they've been yeah. there before, too,
1: Stephen. They've been and, in the championship. And they have and, been. Yeah. You know, so they're not they're not not familiar to uh, being a, a heavy favorite. And they certainly will be, I think, in this matchup. So,
2: yep. I All have right. Ohio winning that one.
1: OK. Last one of the day. Uh, I think you picked Dearborn, the number 17 team to play number one, Minot State. And I think we both agree. Minot State is just too much, maybe for nearly everybody in this roster, our lineup, I should say.
2: Yep, I agree with that. I think Minot State will win that. So uh, that's <laughs> this is where I think I'm going to be, uh, eat my words here later on because I picked it. Uh, I picked it uh, chalk the whole day. Adrian uh, <laughs> or UNLV, uh, Adrian, Ohio, and Minot State. Uh, all the top four seats to advance on. Obviously I think I did that last year and it didn't work out that way, but um, I I, I do, I will say this, I think out of the four uh, of the four that all those matchups. And again, it would just depend on who comes out of those first games, but if we base it off the ones I picked and they end up all going on, I just think out of the four um, I, and it's, it's crazy to say this. And, but I think just because I think it, I mean, it, just because of what happened to them last year, I, I think Minot State could be vulnerable still. I think they they could. Uh, I I don't I don't know. Ooh, I mean, Wyatt, yeah. are you listening, Wyatt? <laughs>
1: Stephen Marsh thinks you might be vulnerable still. They might be. They, <laughs> they might, might be. honestly I mean, be. Because, it's a number well, one team, but I mean, what's going to come into the back of their head possibly is the fact that hey, this this happened to us last year, and we can't let it happen again. Yeah, and I'm and then, sure they
2: prepared. I'm sure they they probably prepare this year for it is going to be. Um, much different, knowing, um, especially for for Wyatt, who's the head coach there, and he was new to the pro. I mean, I, he'd been around the program, but he, you know, this was his first year as the head man after a long tenure with with the previous guy, Waiver Gear. So, you know, maybe there was part of that too, and so Wyatt learned from that as well. I'm sure, and and uh, and maybe that will help them. So, so maybe that'll be okay. Uh, I I guess maybe that the I I don't know. I just. All four of these teams. I mean, UNLV could be vulnerable. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but UNLV a really good, good team too. Uh, but they've been—they had their moments this year where they were, you know, shaky. And and if they get into penalty trouble, and this this might have, hurt them later on for sure. Uh, that really can do them in because uh, that's the one thing with UNLV that uh, even though they've been really good this year, the, the they've been known to take a some some. Penalties, untimely penalties. Yeah, good um, word. Untimely is right. And, and when is a penalty timely? I guess, but the, 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 I guess well, here the,
1: here's the difference. If you if you're moving your feet and somebody gets a breakaway and you got to take them down to save a yes, save a that, golden that would opportunity, be a that's penalty, a great yeah. great penalty. Um, but I mean, but even then, but
2: even just stuff that's on that was after the whistle stuff that they would that's somebody the stuff would, they don't want. And that yeah. and they've done that it's it's cost them i think a couple of times this year, or, or it's you know well, or they, we watch we watch it yeah. you and I have seen them in in person have that
1: problem, and we said yeah. the same thing It's like you can't be doing that when you get down to tournament time or you know one of those could
2: cost you so we'll see if that uh is a a factor but um you know this, this these top four are pretty solid, so I, I think they'll all advance, but maybe maybe you and o v might be the Just because they're the lower of the four, maybe maybe they're the the vulnerable, could be the most vulnerable one, I guess, but, uh, you know, I I just, Adrian's really good, Um, Ohio's really good, Minor State's really good, so is UNLV, so I think, I think ultimately all four will will advance, but if we were to have an upset, I guess maybe, and it kills me to say this, maybe UNLV would be the one that would be the upset, but,
1: would get upset, but. I think we're all good. I think it's chalked through the first two days. So let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Let's talk about Saturday, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the championship game when we come back in just a few minutes.
0: Championship pedigree, world-class coaching, first-class facilities are all a part of the ACHA experience at Adrian College. Bulldogs look to raise their third national championship banner in the last five years at Arrington Ice Arena, one of the best facilities in all, college hockey. Get a big school hockey feel with all of the educational advantages of a private education. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com or adrian.edu.
1: Hello, fans. My name is Hunter Mazzillo, and I'm number 26 for the UNLV Skating Rebels, and you're listening to the Great West College Hockey Podcast.
0: When you talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're Jesse Ray's barbecue and you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas award, that speaks for itself whether it's the original location at 5611 South Valley view Boulevard in Las Vegas, or the new location at 308 North Boulder highway in Henderson, come and savor our people's choice award-winning barbecue ribs, or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home open seven days a week. You can order online at jessyraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, Call us for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career.
2: All right, welcome back to the Great West College Hockey podcast. I think we lost uh Scott there during the uh, during the breaks. And of course, he he is the one that plays the uh, the breaks. So, um, while we wait for him to get back on, um, I guess we'll just talk a little bit more about the uh, the ACHA uh, tournament. Of course, we also want to mention the the women are going to be in action too. The ASU women's team is going to be in action tomorrow, and uh, that's, years of saves that's a big say and 20 years of years there big go.
0: goals. Go to OUHockey.net and get your season or single game tickets to see the Sooners take on national powers. Minot State, Missouri State, and of course rival Central Oklahoma. Single game tickets are just $10 a piece, while OU students and staff are free with their ID. Youth hockey players are also free if they wear their jerseys. 20 years of Oklahoma Sooners Hockey, the action you crave, only faster. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that, and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegris. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie score. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. As San Diego State begins its first season of ACHAM one hockey, be a part of the foundation as the Aztecs look to build a new chapter in the city's long hockey history. In addition to our growing hockey program, the more than 36,000 SDSU students in our many degree programs, from bachelor's to doctorate, enjoy the best of higher education and lifestyle. Go to sdsu.edu to see if our unique diverse experiences for you and visit sdsuhockey.com to support the top college hockey program in California. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it, but when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to icetimehockeywest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. When you put on that Central Oklahoma Broncos jersey, you represent a championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. Two time ACHA M1 National Champions four-time WCHL champions and named a Best in the West College by U.S. News and World Report, UCO hits all of the benchmarks for an elite college hockey experience. Our Edmond, Oklahoma campus, which is just minutes from downtown Oklahoma City, has over 100 areas of study and over 200 student organizations to help you find your fit. Whether it's our stunning 210-acre campus or our NCAA-level hockey environment, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com and see if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey experience a pro setting in hockey mad las vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities if this sounds right for you then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today
1: all right welcome back in hockey fans indeed it is wednesday night which is the eve of the acha national tournament scott Strandy with you tonight uh, from chandler arizona My co-host is always Stephen Marsh, joining me from that beautiful, vibrant, rainy city of Las Vegas,
2: Nevada. We just keep Uh, rolling through the hiccups here. (laughs) (laughs) We lost you there for a second there when you were playing the ads there. So I I don't know. I jumped in there and uh, and talked while you were. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened. And maybe you were there the whole time, but I saw your picture disappeared for a second there, so I figured you weren't there. Yeah, who knows. We don't want Uh, dead air, so I filled it in there real quick. Okay.
1: yeah i don't know why i don't know why i disappear but sometimes i do <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah. okay so let's get back to where we were it's time to start saturday morning and uh this one is interesting right to kick things off saturday morning if i'm not mistaken stephen marsh
2: yes liberty and pittsburgh university of pittsburgh uh, start things off at uh, 10 15 a.m a on number 512
1: matchup which are
2: scary mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Who's going to pull that one out? Ooh, you're going Liberty. Admitted. I'm going with Liberty just for the reason, uh, Liberty is a good team too. But they've been kind of they've been kind of up and down a little bit this year. I mean they they had really good obviously number five is is no joke. But I mean they've they've had some interesting uh, you know losses this year. But I mean, they've had some really good wins, like they came to Vegas and beat you and over here, and then lost to them. At liberty uh but i'm picking liberty just for the fact that it'll it'll provide us with a unlv and liberty rematch
1: (laughs) from that that's the rematch what did i say last
2: the rematch of the re the rematch of of the rematch rematch of of the of last year's tournament as siri wants to tell me something rematch of last (laughs) of last year's tournament but it's also the rematch of the regular season from this year so Siri's telling you to listen to the ITHSW podcast. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway.
1: Uh, Okay, so we got that matchup. Then this is the one that uh, when I saw it, I shuddered. And after I had a chance to digest it and talk to Coach Berman a little bit, um, it wasn't quite so bad. But uh, Arizona will take on UCO. It's a number 11 versus number 6. And um, those two in the same conference but never played each other those two have traded off winning the WCHL champion over the past four or five years. So um, what do you expect out of this one? Because Arizona's really put in, and I'm sure UCO has too. I just haven't been there enough to see it. But I know Arizona's really putting in the time and the research and everything that you need to prepare to uh, to take on UCO.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be really uh, intrigued by this matchup. This is the – if I, I was – uh there in person, this would be a matchup I'd be real excited to see. So I'll be really tuning in. To the, I'll be probably watching all these games if, if possible. I mean, there might be times where I'd be in and out uh, with other things. But, uh, but I'll definitely be tuning in. What's this one? One thirty p.m. So 10.30 a.m. Uh, Las Vegas time uh, for this one on Saturday between uh, Central Oklahoma and Arizona. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think this is, this is going to be a really good matchup uh for these two teams. Uh, it's gonna be two teams. Arizona is is been interesting. They've they've had some moments this year where they've kind of they've kind of struggled. Uh but now it seems like they've maybe kinda find their, their stride at the right time. Central Oklahoma's had a, a pretty decent season. They won the WCHL title this year. Um they had a a really good record. They've only lost a few uh a few games this year. And I, I think, I think, and, and obviously they have a lot of experience from last year's uh, <laughs> ACHA tournament, uh, more than you would normally have if you just played regular straight through games. But the 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 overtime in the first game, and then they had their they had a five overtime win winning game uh, in the tournament last year. As everybody realized one of the longest hockey college games in in history, and and then they be they and then they had a tough battle with. UNLV and they went all the way to the championship game last year. So and I believe it's a lot of the same guys returning this year. So I think all that is gonna to be obviously in UCO's favor, but also is it gonna be uh tire them out because of that? Um and then of course this year they they played and had a really good season with you know and everything, but win the uh, WCHL championship. I win the WCHL championship and, well, and I just Chad, Chad and, and Berman. Chad Berman is looking for his first win in the tournament as the head coach of and, Arizona. Hard to believe. And he,
1: and he reminded me that it was one of the most painful things he had to do was mail that trophy off to UCO when they won it. So um, that's uh, that's what that matchup will bring. The next matchup, the first in the afternoon on Saturday, we'll have number 10 Niagara against number 7 James. But you didn't Down. ask me
2: who, who I'd have to win it, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Who do you have to win it? Who do you have to win it?
2: Sorry, Chad Berman. I picked uh, UCO on this one.
1: Oh, Chad is angry at the moment. Anyway. That's good. I, I hope.
2: I hope. I hope they're so angry that they prove me wrong. I love to be proved wrong in these cases. Some of these these instances, because I I pick with my with my brain, what you know, what part, whatever I have in there, which I think is a decent sized brain, and. And I and, and I, you I, try
1: to keep your heart out of it, is what you're saying.
2: I I try, I try. It, it's when we get to the final pick, I think people will, will be suspicious of it, but <laughs> whether I did that or not, but uh, but I think. Well, uh, we're
1: not going to get there if we don't get through this because we're running out of time. <laughs> okay, number ten, Niagara against number seven, Jamestown. Uh, I'm going to go first on this one. I think uh, Niagara pulls, if you can call this an upset. It's really not, but I think Niagara, and I just have not been sold on Jamestown all year. And majority of that is because they play so many games against Minot State that I think uh, it it elevates them um, artificially. Can I say that without being derogatory? It art, artificially elevates them in the uh, in the rankings because they play Minot State so often. But anyway, that's just me. So anyway, I'm picking Niagara. How about you?
2: I'm with you on that one. I have Niagara winning that one over Jamestown.
1: Okay, so time to move on to a game that I am really looking forward to personally. Uh, Indiana Tech, who I think has been one of the best teams all year. Their record shows that they are. Um, I don't care who you play. If you win as many games as Indiana Tech won this year, do you know how many they won? Because I, I think it's 31, 32. It's a lot. <laughs> anyway, when you win that many games and uh, and you don't really move up any higher than eight, you're facing off against the number nine team, which is Maryville. They and had a forty. The way, they were forty-one, four oh, and forty-one. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, I'm 40. sorry, not not forty-one, a thirty-one, a thirty-one, four and uh, and two this year. Okay. And thirty-six um, games played.
1: Okay, so then let me tell you this: uh, Maryville is bussing, I believe, out there to. Uh,
2: yeah, I saw they they were making a pit stop in in uh, in, in Pennsylvania so
1: they'll make a pit stop there and um then from there we'll go to um boston and the marble area and get settled in but that's interesting i i think it's maybe we should have bussed a there much better <laughs> a much better and uh less expensive trip
2: yeah it's a little bit it's a little bit easier to bus from there i guess than busing from arizona or las vegas
1: Yeah, that's clearly not uh, not something you would want to do. So, <laughs> no. um, but anyway, you know, good for them. They're they're gonna see the little country along the way, and you know, it really is only half halfway across the country. So, these guys are used to traveling on a bus a lot anyway. I'm sure they got one of those nice sleeper buses. So, guys are
2: uh, are sleeping in the meantime. But anyway, um, it's gonna be much different for them this year because last year, the tournament was ten minutes up the road from them, in uh, in Maryland Heights, Missouri you know, and now they got to go to Boston. So yeah.
1: And everybody was, everybody was coming over there to play them and play in their building or practice in their building to get ready uh, a few days before the tournament. So yeah.
2: And of course, next year it'll be back in Maryland Heights, Missouri. So whew,
1: that's a big sigh of relief from my end. (laughs) Um, Okay. So let's jump through. We've got UNLV and we've got Liberty for the rematch of the rematch of the rematch. Exactly. And what do you
2: like on that one? Who do you like? I know who you like. And this is going to be uh, Sunday. This is your heart pick. This is your heart pick. This is going to be the Sunday ten fifteen matchup on the quarterfinal Sunday. And I have UNLV winning this over Liberty.
1: All right. And then the uh, second game of the morning, or the first game of the afternoon, however you want to look at it, um, will be the Adrian Bulldogs, according to Stephen Marsh, and the UCO. um, Madonna, Blank, and UCO.
2: <laughs> Broncos?
1: Bron- Broncos? Broncos, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm a sick dude. I am just really out of it. Anyway, yeah, Adrian, UCO, who do you got winning that one, Stephen?
2: I have I have the upset on this one. I have UCO winning. I just, you know, from what I saw last year, when they get into that tournament, I just, I, you talk about not being able to go against Adrian. Well, I can't. And it pains me, but uh, but it's good though because it's a WCHL team, and I and I and I do like the guys. But even though, uh, even though they get, <laughs> and I'm knocking UNLV out. But this is where I take my heart out of it. And uh, I I I really think UCO has the potential to to pull the upset over Adrian
1: in this one. Okay, so uh, you've got Adrian, and as we look at the, no, I have I have um, UCO. Next matchup of shapers. My headphones are going batty on me here, so I'm losing. You ever have that happen? Your headphones go bad and you can't hear yourself? You only hear yourself and don't hear anybody else, and you're going like, what's going on in the world here? No, I don't <laughs>
2: think it's happened to me yet with these.
1: Uh, I don't know what the deal is, but I'm having all kinds of issues. So <laughs> let me try to continue. Uh, who do we got next well, up the next, on the next, The next
2: one is uh, Ohio and Niagara. And uh, the times on these are are, are going to be determined. I mean, the Adrian UCO matchup on Sunday, and so people need to just follow along as the tournament goes along. These will, it's either going to be at one thirty or at eight p.m. Uh, I guess it just depends on who who makes where and what the, where the matchups go. Yeah, they do the ways. receiving, correct? No, well, the reseedings will be in the the semifinals, but but the times for these games are going to, I guess, are not set because uh, the it says here for the Sunday game, uh, UNOV is ten fifteen, but then. Adrian and UCO is either going to be at 1.30 p.m. or eight p.m. Ohio and Niagara, which is the the third game, it's either going to be at one thirty or four forty-five. And Minot State and Maryville is going to be, uh, or you know that the fourth quarterfinal matchup is going to be either at four forty-five or eight p.m. Okay, so it's a, a little confusing. So we'll, just, right. people just need follow to follow along throughout the day. Um, we'll try. We'll of course do our best on Twitter and stuff to keep people updated what's going on. But
1: Okay. So then we got um, Ohio and Niagara. Who do you got winning that one?
2: I have Ohio winning this one.
1: Okay. Uh, going with chalk, and that's a good choice because they are a very good hockey team. Okay. And uh, the final game of the day, you have um, Minot, or Maryville and Minot State, correct? That's what I have, yes. Who do you got winning that one? Because that will be John Hogan's big opportunity to upset number oh. one again. Is he upset number one at UCO, and they were number one, I think, coming into the year. Um, so he's gonna have another shot
2: at it. Who do you like? Okay, I, I I'm gonna pick um I'm gonna pick Maryville on this one, and and this is uh, this is a a Whoa, big are risk. Whoa, you gonna say Big John's getting to the semifinals? I I I do say that, and and the reason and there's a big reason for this. Well, I I I, I do think they have an opportunity, and I think they 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 have the potential to do it. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough one, but um, part of the reason for that is is because of the matchups that it will provide in the semifinals. Because they do reseed in the semifinals, and and some things have to happen for for certain matchups to happen. And, and one of those matchups um, right now, the, the way I have it, if 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 UNLV, UCO, Ohio, and Maryville, if those are the four teams that are left when we get to semifinal Monday, that would be... That would mean that because it goes from the highest seed, that's re- the highest seed. So the highest seed that would be left would be Ohio, the two seed. So they would play the lowest seed that's left of the four. That would be Maryville at nine, which means that we would also get a rematch of the rematch of UNLV <laughs> and UCO in the semifinals.
1: Oh, I see where you're going here. Oh, I'm doing
2: a little planning. Okay, I, hope so. listen- I hope the gods are listening. I hope the hockey gods are <laughs> listening because I really want this matchup to happen. Maybe UNLV doesn't. Maybe they want it because they they would love nothing more to get another crack at UCO in the uh, in the tournament for a chance to go to the championship game. And UCO would love another opportunity because they lost to him at the beginning of the year in a, in a neutral game in Denver, uh, in, in an airport hangar, old airport hangar. Uh, to to uh,
1: forget that way
2: <laughs> to go after him again and knock him out again to get to the championship game so a lot has to happen for this to, to be the mat, a rematch but boy if it happens oh it will be it will be excellent but it but then let me, let me say on the flip side if if Minot state wins um that game which is probably more likely but so we will go with that too then it will be Minot state would then host uh let's see the Minot state would host UNLV actually, or no, you no, they would host central Oklahoma. UCO, yeah. UCO and Ohio would host UNLV. And that would be kind of intriguing too, because UNLV does have a little bit of tournament history with Ohio from the two years uh, prior to the uh, pandemic uh, season or where the pandemic canceled the tournament when UNLV was a 13 seed and Ohio was a four seed and, and had to won that first day and then lost to Ohio uh, two years in a row. So there is a little bit of history there too. So, um, Either way, I think it will be intriguing, but uh, that's how it will shake out if, if, if it all plays on those two scenarios. Now, those could be some other scenarios if UCO doesn't make it to the four, but it, it, those, those would be the scenarios. So it's hard to kind of say semifinals is a set theme because it's, it, it yeah, would have I to mean, depend on. These are all predictions. These, these are, are all predictions. predictions so it would have to it. depend on who's, who's left at that point because they reseed in the semifinal round. But if we're going to go by the picks I have uh, with UNLV, UCO, Ohio, and Maryville, then it would be Ohio, uh, Maryville. Versus and then UNLV and UCO, but if it's more likely Minot State that beats Maryville, um, which is probably more likely, but not not 100 for sure, then then it would be Minot State and UCO and in uh, Ohio and UNLV, which would still be pretty, intri- which would still be a pretty intriguing uh, semifinal Monday too.
1: Well, here's what I, here's two things that I that I like. I like John um, Hogan's planning uh, against top teams. He knows how to adjust his team to uh, To play the style that's needed to beat a top team, I watched him do it against UCO early in the year, the first first weekend of the year, actually. Um, so I know that that he can formulate a game plan if he gets that way to play Minot State. I'm not going to say that uh, that Minot State's not going to win because they're number one, and I don't know how you could really go against them at this point. But one thing I will say, also Stephen, is that the quarterfinals and the semifinals, along with the finals, are uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and those are the three best days, I think, of this tournament, because no matter who gets there, there always seems to be some really exciting and good hockey.
2: Oh, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Okay, so you got your four
1: teams in the semifinal Monday. Who do you got coming out of that first one? Let's go, um, who would that be? Would that be the UNLV game?
2: Yeah, well, it could be if, if it you want to do it that, that way, way, you can do yeah. it that way. If you want UNLV and and UCO, uh, I have. How's your heart? How's your heart right now? Well, my heart is saying UNLV, and my prediction is UNLV. I think. Uh, I okay, think... so that gets them to the championship game, which is a place they've never been before. It would be it would be a new thing for them, yes. Okay,
1: and then on the other side of the
2: bracket, who do you got uh, heading into the championship game? From that side. Well, I, I have. I have Ohio, so here we go. That's what we're talking about. The It could be a semifinal matchup. Well, I have it as a, as a championship matchup between Ohio and UNLV. Wow, that's
1: a good one. Okay, uh, drum roll,
2: please, because
1: here's what we got going on. Tuesday night, championship, Marlboro, Massachusetts, the New England Sports Center. Who do you got, Stephen, winning the 2023 ACHA National Championship?
2: Ooh, a lot of pressure on this. People have been waiting for this for for a long time. <laughs> I have the UNLV Skating Rebels holding up that Murdoch Cup on Tuesday night.
1: Wow. And there'll be a big celebration in Vegas, uh, I'm guessing, on Wednesday or Thursday when they bring that thing back then.
2: Yeah, I would imagine so. There will be... There'll be uh, people waiting for them at the airport, and they'll have a bunch of fire cannons as the plane lands. And where are you going to be? Are
1: you going to be at the airport if they win this thing? You're going to be hanging out there. If That's assuming you're not in Marlboro? <laughs> uh, then you if, might be coming back on that same plane.
2: <laughs> could, could very well be, but it uh, will be very exciting. Uh, for, and then for we won't be OB.
1: able to tell were those water cannons for you or for the team.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we had the we had the president of the United States here in town today. He didn't get any water cannons, so.
1: Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, he did come in the rain, huh? You want to do, uh, see what Vegas was like when it was all soaking, soaking wet?
2: Well, he also was down in <laughs> California the day before, which I'm sure was wet there, too. So,
1: Goodness gracious. I don't know what's going on with all this weather. I don't like it. Anyway, <laughs> so you have the 2023 UNLV Skating Rebels holding up that trophy Okay, so then here's the obvious question that comes with that. Lindenwood did it last year. They said, "You know what? We've had enough. We got the Murdoch Cup. We're now going to go to the NCAA level." Stephen, what did your gut tell you? Is is UNLV wins this thing? Is that going to be the next announcement coming out of Vegas that they decided to up at a level and
2: play NCAA hockey? As exciting as that would be, I don't, I don't know if 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 they're that. Close to to it happening, uh, I may. I mean, they're close, but I I don't know if them getting a championship would just be this this thing to to all of a sudden say, hey, we're going to be NCAA. I know they're they're working on on it getting done, but I just think there's still a lot to be done still behind the scenes uh, for it to happen uh, that fast if they, if they were to win. But it's it's certainly possible. But you know, the the Lindenwood situation is, is different because there was a lot of talk about it happening. Um, and, and it happening and then not happening. And then it ended up happening. Uh, but that was, well, yeah, let me explain
1: the, uh, the Lindenwood situation to you just a little bit, maybe for the listeners that haven't heard before, but they had, uh, they had done recruiting and a lot, of... a lot of more upset with them in the ACHA because they felt like. They uh, built an NCAA or at least partial NCAA roster, but when you know you're making the jump, you need to start recruiting some guys that can help you because you don't want to be completely embarrassed when you make the jump to NCAA hockey. So um, I- I'm back, and they, in... and they
2: weren't, and they weren't, the, and they weren't completely embarrassed this year. Lindenwood, I, I no, think they, they had a very solid for, for, by by a new team standards in that in that in the NCAA ranks, they they were they did not embarrass themselves this year. So I think they they prepared themselves for as well as they could have.
1: Yeah, I think they did. And and but like you said, that this was planned out in advance. They brought players in. And then what ended up happening was uh the uh, athletic director at the time I think had kind of a um change of change of heart if you will and decided that no they weren't gonna make the jump for whatever reason. And then what ended up happening was he ended up losing his job and the president of the university stepped up and said, oh no, we made a commitment to these players, these parents this program uh, we are going to go NCAA division one brought in a new uh, athletic director and they have got a great athletic director right now. So supportive of all their programs. He's been on the show with us, uh, Paul Hornstein and I, and, and he's told us straight up that uh, he said, you know, we don't, we don't go to play games just to play games. We go to win. And we think every time we step on the ice, we can win no matter who we're playing. So um that's uh, that's what you find from Lindenwood. Um, I'm going to agree with you. I think even if UNLV wins the national championship this year, I think that's their last step. That's what they need to do. But I think you're 100% correct. I think it's a year or two away uh, after winning the championship because I just don't know that they have that same commitment from the university that Lindenwood had. And uh, we all know you can have the money, you can have the facilities, but if you don't have that university buy-in, uh, that's where those scholarships got to come from. That's where that Title Nine match has got to come from. So, um, yeah, I'd love to see UNLV win it. I think they'd be a great champion. I think that any of the four that would be in the final would be a great ACHA champion. But I think it is a step that needs to be done for UNLV to take the next step. I just don't think it'll happen that quickly.
2: Yeah, I just don't get that vibe that it's going to happen uh, next year or so, I think it's still a few years down the road. But uh, certainly, having an ACHA championship, one puts some more eyeballs on you from from the university folks and and uh, take them That's... more seriously. Although they already, I think they, they can't already have any higher the the new athletic director. I think is is very positive on the program, but I think um well, he's fairly new. He's new or newer at the position, and uh, so he's. But I don't. I think if you you know they they're still trying to get the the football going and, and and the basketball and stuff and, and so taking you mean the uh, smaller sports <laughs> right yeah the smaller okay. sports just so, wanted to
1: get that out there so anyway um that's how we have it broken down uh as i said in our coverage area we've got uco arizona unlv and of course the women's side with the arizona state women's uh team as well we'll break that down a little bit more next wednesday after it's all said and done but yeah, so
2: basically with that, we, we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, it's not a straight elimination because there's only 10 teams right. in it. Uh, yep. The purpose is that at 11 a, or 10 a.m. tomorrow, so it's 7 a.m. in the morning, so I might even have to get up even earlier, uh, the women, uh, ASU women kick things off with Maryville, uh, number six, and the winner of that game goes to, uh, goes to Saturday, and the loser will play on Friday. The next day, and then McKendree, Indiana Tech, is the second matchup. Mich- Michigan, Adrian, the third matchup. Miami and Minot State is the is the last mi- uh, matchup. Uh, and Midland did- and Lip- Midland and Liberty, the top two teams, already get a bye to the uh, quarterfinals, uh, so they get they already advanced to Saturday. So and
1: do we determine this as a double elimination at least in the start, or how, I think- how do we determine that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I th- I mean I think so because the teams that lose on the first day, they have to play on Friday. And the uh, play against each other, and the winners of those teams go on to the second, uh, go on to Saturday, and then the, the other teams have lost twice, so they'll be eliminated. Uh, but then, after when you get to Saturday, though, it's not like if if the team that has one loss has beaten a team that has no losses, that they will play again because it it's once it gets to the quarterfinals on Saturday, uh, then it will be um, then it will just be straight elimination at that point. But yeah, the first couple of days of it is double elimination at least with the teams that so if you lose the first day you're not out of it you still have a path to winning uh, it's a little bit harder because then you have to play uh you have to play friday then you'll potentially have to play saturday sunday and monday whereas if you win the first day then you get you don't play friday then you just go on and play saturday and then if you continue to advance on sunday and monday so okay
1: well I can tell you one thing it is pouring here in Arizona again thunder lightning a little bit of everything and a downpour so that's a good time to say goodnight. um I'll let you do your read here in just a minute but I do want to say um if you live in Vegas UNLV is the pick champion by Stephen Marsh so if they don't win you can't blame Stephen and if they do win pat them on the back take it away
2: <laughs> yes I like that from this I, I didn't get your pick who are you gonna pick to win
1: uh, I also have UNLV, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I kind of came through the sideway, but, uh, I just think from start to finish this year, they've been a very strong team. Uh, and like I said a lot with Denver on the NCAA side, I think that they're a team on a mission. They, uh, they know what they want. They've been there now and they've seen it a little bit. This is the next step in their evolution. It's getting to the championship game and winning it. So I've got them winning it all as well. Oh, we both picked them. That, that's not a good sign. <laughs> no, it's really not. But, you know, what? that's, that's what we think.
2: Yep. From the summer, ska- summer Skate Studios, the Great West College Hockey Podcast was brought to you by the University of Arizona, ACHA Division One Hockey, a rich history, past, present, and future. By Summer Skates, whether you choose our original red, a custom logo, or our new black shower shoes, show off your game with style at summerskates.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. No one does entertainment destinations better. UNLV Hockey, ACHA, Division I Hockey, and a world-class education in any of our 300 majors. Uh, By M-Drive, real people, real results. Try M-Drive Boost to look and feel your best. University of Oklahoma, celebrating 20 years of Sooner Hockey, the action you crave, only faster. For ticket information and more, go to ouhockey.net. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue, Las Vegas style. San Diego State University, 200 undergraduate programs in the top college hockey in California at sdsuhockey.com and sdsu.edu. Liberty University, strengthen your faith, your game, and your education at liberty.edu. Uh, Central Oklahoma University Championship Culture on the Ice and in the Classroom. See if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you at uco.edu or ucohockey.com. The Great West College Hockey Podcast and all of Ice Time Hockey West Podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com dot com network. Now, before we end it, so men mentioned so it starts tomorrow. Uh, follow at ACHA Men's D One uh, Twitter account. They'll probably be, have updates on all the games throughout the tournament. Uh, the guy that will be running it is, is a is a familiar voice to the show that he's been on before, and so I'm sure he'll his tweets will be a little bit uh, fun to follow along. But they that will be that will be to give you the best updates on all those, the games. You can follow the ACHA website. They always, they'll do a good job of keeping the score update, even though I'm not going to be there in person and we're not going to be there in person. Uh, we're going to do our best to tweet updates on our ACHA underscore I T H S W account. I'll try to do some video recap still, even though uh, like I did last year, but, uh, um, uh, probably what I'm on location. I'm going to be at the golden Knights game tomorrow night. So I'll probably film uh, one post game, uh, you know, a, a recap video on Friday and, or Thursday and stuff. So there's some stuff So we're going to try to give you the coverage that we can give you, and I, even though I we're not going to be gonna on location. Happen.
1: When we get down to uh, the nitty gritty of things, we'll try to get the coaches on via the telephone and uh, record some stuff. So that's kind of what I've got uh, worked up, uh, provided that I'm not sweating to death because I'm sweating right now and I got to break <laughs> this fever.
2: And then of course you can watch on, uh, on hockey, uh, hockey TV as well. So hockey
1: Yep. Absolutely. All right. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We're gonna take uh, a little hiatus and come back um, on the uh, on the weekend with some Twitter stuff and and go from there. So, join us uh, again next Wednesday night for a full recap of the uh, 2023 ACHA National Championship. And uh, Stephen and I both think it's the UNLV Skating Rebels. All right, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. De Niro. Good night, everybody.
2: Enjoy the national tournament, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.